Okay. What's good, everyone? You're listening to WKNC 88.1 FM HD1 Raleigh. We're a student-run nonprofit radio station based out of North Carolina State University. I'm Ewan, a.k.a. DJ Off Belay, and this is the Alt-Rap Pipeline Deep Cuts, where we interview some of the up-and-coming talent out of the Alt-Rap underground. Today, I'm here with Diz. What's good, man? How's it going? Hello, hello, hello. Um, I'm pretty good. Yeah, so how about you... Give yourself a little intro for maybe people that haven't heard you, don't know what your music sounds like, sort of like your story. Um, yeah. Um, well, again, my name is Diz. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. Um, just, I don't really know. Like, I kind of love listening to jazz and like the the alternative hip hop stuff. <laughs> You know, like Earl and Mike and Lucky and uh, all of those guys. Anything, anything that's like off the beaten path a little bit um, is really cool to me. Uh, because I'm pretentious, but also because I think it's just really fun music. Yeah, I think that's a good way of summing up. I feel like your sound is a lot like um like some rap songs and Mike and stuff like that, especially Ultraviolet with the like super short, almost like, I don't know, off that album, the tracks are so dense, it's just almost like poetry where there's no fluff, it's all just like mm. one minute, two minutes of just like poetry and rap, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I go for, like, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not really good at like putting together full like structured songs. I kind of um, just like let whatever comes out come out um, and see where it goes. So yeah, you said you your songs are sort of like short and concise, more out of just like that's just what happens when you make them. It's hard to like, or I mean, yeah, it's just like what happens when you make them. In terms of like releasing projects, is it sort of the same way where you don't really go into it with a uh, built out mind? You just make a bunch of songs and then pick the ones that you think are the best or do you like make the songs with the idea of the album in mind no like i definitely okay so this is basically what happens like i'll make i'll make like one or two songs that um like i really like and i'm like really proud of right and then i'll be like oh i don't want to just release these as a single let me put it in like an album or something so i take those i take like those one or two songs and I try to come up with a theme from them. Um, and then and then I come up with the album. Um, I think like the name is the biggest part um, of, of the album and like how that connects to the different songs and, and what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I sort of noticed in Ultraviolet, I mean, you did touch on it that your songs don't really have too much of a structure just because they're so short, but I did notice that Ultraviolet in a whole sort of had like a little narrative and structure to it that sort of gave those songs like a better context. Yeah, I definitely like, I I put a lot of thought into how I want the songs to, to flow together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of times like I may not 
really specifically be going into an album trying to like tell one specific story like i don't know of like what happened to me in one day or some experience that i had or whatever um but i think like just writing about things that are present for me and are currently happening and stuff like that um it just ends up being this kind of like you know not not like a hundred percent narrative driven thing but still has this type of cohesion um and and message behind it yeah i feel like a lot of us just go through like um periods in our life that are i don't know people say like eras you know so when you're in that time in your life everything's sort of like yeah it's like a season of a show almost where they don't all go together you can have like spin-off episodes or like right. flip episodes but they all sort of have the same vibe and are about the same overall thing yeah so exactly. when you're making music i i've noticed a lot of your songs talk about like pretty vulnerable subjects about like struggle mm-hmm. and like trying to stay positive in like the face of adversity or this like long like road to success do you feel that making music is sort of like therapeutic for you to get through this stuff um 100 percent um like i'll 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 like have a a bad day or something and i'll write like my best song ever um (laughs) and like after that like i'll completely forget about like all the stupid that happened and i'll be like damn I just wrote a fire ass song and I'm super stoked on it. And, um yeah, so it 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 definitely really helps and like I don't know. I think it, I think it's just good to like write things down and and kind of give yourself a moment to like sit and think with things and and you know, like let it let it ruminate and let let yourself accept and and get over whatever you want to do yeah like a good part of like the healing process is not to just like immediately rush into acting but sort of just sitting with it yeah understanding how you feel Mm -hmm. um so with that what do you want other people to get out of your art with like i mean you said you what you get out of it do you want people to get the same sort of message out of it or is it different when you put stuff out than when you make it um I mean, like, I want people to, like, connect with me and stuff like that and and to be able to be like, oh, like, this person is going through the same things as me and stuff like that. Because I remember, like, a lot of the times, like, when I feel really depressed or, like, really anxious or something, I'm like, man, I'm probably the only person that's feeling this way right now. It's like, nah. There's so many other people. Um, so, yeah, I think I think that's one thing. And I also I also want to want people specifically like black kids and stuff to be OK with being vulnerable, um, at least like with themselves. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think it, it takes it takes a lot to be vulnerable with other people and that's something that i'm still dealing with 
Um, but you know, I just want it, want to be able to like sp spread that, spread that idea that like vulnerability is, is good and people should definitely be, you know, like at least, at least a little bit vulnerable. Like you gotta, you gotta let people in. Yeah. I think your songs have a really interesting sound to them where all the message, not all the messages, but you definitely are talking about like, um, like vices and struggling with dealing with that and anxiety and stuff like, like that. But you also, it's all not like a sad sort of theme to it. It's more like aspirational and like hopeful. You have yeah. a lot more songs about like getting through adversity or like holding on and seeing better days. Right. Yeah. Like... I think I think that's like a misconception that a lot of people have for me. It's like, man, you only make sad music. Da, 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 da. It's like I don't know. I feel like I feel like a lot of my music is is, you know, like it's sad, like the subject matter, but it's also it's also like a little a little upbeat and uplifting and stuff. Um, Cause yeah, like I like everything. Everything comes and goes. Mm -hmm. like like today i could be super anxious about something and then the next day i'm totally fine you know or um like everything everything you eventually get past and um of course like those moments where you do feel really bad are important moments and are things that should be like thought about and talked about um but it's also just a moment and just one point in time and there's going to be lots of other points in time some are going to be so much better and some are going to be the same and some are going to be a lot worse yeah. um yeah. but still like lots of lots of different things to experience yeah and can't really have the high highs if you don't have the low lows like if you were to release an album that's all just like the same song same monotone it's not going to stand out as much as if you release it in like like you said like an album that has a narrative behind it yeah yeah um just talking more about ultraviolet um who did you work on with this project in terms of like producers features visual art like the music videos anything like that um yeah so like the cover art in like the little outfit that i was wearing um was by my friend ethan uh, he has this really cool brand called eb um should definitely go check it out he also like makes a lot of my merch and stuff like that uh he's a great guy uh and like producers i worked i worked mainly with like C exclamation point in OJC. I don't know if you know them, but they're fantastic producers, uh, great people. And then also my, my friend Alfred. Um, and that's, that's like mostly like the, the like core producers that I worked with. Um, there is this one other producer that was on ultraviolet called named Owen Sagan page. Mm -hmm. Um, who's, who's also one of my friends. Um, but that was my first time working with him. Um, he made the, the beat for what 
that intro track. Um, yeah, the intro beat's nice. Yeah, it's a really cool beat. Um, but yeah, those are those are like that's like my little core, you know. <laughs> and you have like a background sort of in like instruments and jazz. Does that yeah. play into like production and stuff with like make like doing the production side of your music too? One hundred percent. Um, I don't know. I think like um just like listening to a lot of listening to a lot of jazz music and stuff like some of the rhythms that i try to bring into my music is um kind of teetering on the line between jazz and hip-hop mm -hmm. um and i think that's pretty cool and I, I use a lot of jazz samples and stuff um and you know like I'll play saxophone on my songs and like nice. I'll call up some of my friends to like play some keys and like that. Um, and yeah, so I think, I don't know. It, it's something that definitely influences what I do a, a pretty, pretty good amount. Yeah. So you said you have sort of like a tight little, like, group of the producers and stuff that you worked on is that sort of just from your philosophy with like uh making music you want to like keep it with your friends and haul out of it be like super genuine or is it just like a matter of circumstance with this album um i think it's definitely a little bit of both um like i i'm definitely like a creature of habit and whatever I'm comfortable with, I kind of just stick to that. Mm -hmm. um, so like they'll send me beats and it's like, I know what I'm getting myself into, you know? Um, uh, but I also, I also feel like, you know, the people that I, I keep on going back to, to um, work on production with are people that I think can like add to my sound um in kind of like the ideas that they put into their production are similar to the ideas that I want to write about um but recently like I've been doing a lot more of my my own production um just because I, I want to like really try to zero in what I want like my sound to be like I feel like I yeah. still haven't found like my own sound like I think my music is unique um and you know like it comes from me it's my still my music but I like I, I don't have that like that lane where it's like oh yeah that's this you know <laughs> like that's what I yes. want yeah, so would you say you're definitely in like still a period of like self-discovery and growth in your in terms of your like music? Oh, 100%. I mean, like I think I'm always going to be hopefully um like I don't want my music to sound like one thing forever. Um cuz that's just boring. Um but yeah, like definitely right now is has been like a huge uh, period of, of discovery and trying to figure stuff out. Yeah, so I know you just released, well not just, but recently released a song with Frank Sativa. Yeah. Are you sort of going to keep that like 
go in with singles or are you going to sort of go into album mode again and release something in uh, 2022 before it's over? Um, I'm kind of going to do both. Um, okay, okay. I have, I have, um, another album coming out, hopefully, hopefully by the end of the year. Um, so I'm just like releasing a couple singles before then, um, just to, just to start the rollout. But it's like, it's pretty much all produced by me. Um, mm-hmm. and I think it's, it's definitely one of my, my favorite pieces of work so far. Um, I'm super excited for people to hear it. Um, yeah, so definitely, definitely lots of, lots of new stuff coming. Lots of stuff coming. Yeah. Lots of stuff coming. Yeah. I really like that song. I feel like your guys' sound blended really well together. It's always nice when, like, I feel like in the alt rap scene that I listen to, at least it's always nice when there's two people that I've been listening to independently and then they link together and make a song yeah. like it's everything I hope for. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. Um, and I don't know, like the, the community is, it's super tight. Like, like we all kind of know each other and yeah. we all talk to each other and, and hang out and stuff, which is, it's a lot of fun. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah i've sort of noticed that i'm definitely on the outside of it because i'm not like making music but with the few artists i have interacted with Mm. especially in this scene everyone's way more nice and inviting and focused on like building each other up than i would have anticipated 100 percent. yeah that's that's definitely something i've noticed like everybody everybody is just like trying to be friends you know and like (laughs) Like it's not it's not just about music all the time, um, yeah. Which I think is I think is really great. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's. I mean, it, I think it's definitely a breath of fresh air from like what we see in terms of like popular culture surrounding music. There's a lot mm-hmm. more like antagonism and stuff like that people just like playing characters and not being genuine yeah Very refreshing from the underground to just be a bunch of i mean just a bunch of kids basically just making good music and yeah out. yeah it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun yeah who are your some of like who are some of your like favorite people in the underground right now oh man um not to put you on the spot yeah okay uh i really i really love perry mason Oh yeah, Perry Mason interview dropping soon. Hell yeah, bro! I think he's great. Um, and like he just he works so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's it's wild how hard he works, and his music is fantastic. Um, uh, Cisco Swank, um, he's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> my friend just laughed at me because. Uh, he's he was another Berkeley student. Mm. Um, he's killing. He's killing. He's he's so good. He's so good. Um, yeah, Cisco Cisco's awesome. Um, man, who else? Uh, I just met Overpaid the other day. 
Ooh. and they're really nice. Um, I think Overpaid's a good example of someone that's really found their sound. Like any song he, any song they go on, it's just you know it's Overpaid just from like, yeah, even before it comes on. Definitely, 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 definitely. Yeah, Overpaid, Overpaid is doing some cool stuff. Um, man, there's so many people, <laughs> and I can't even, I can't even like name everyone. Yeah, let me throw you some of the people that I've played on the show and see if you're familiar. Okay, word. You uh. I mean, you know Kwame, I do, like Kwamze. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, we got Young Wabo. I mean you have a song with Young Wabo. Wabo. Love Wabo. Um let's see. Yeah, overpaid. Um, scuba diver, Harry yeah. Mason. Yeah, no, everyone is just yeah, it, it just seems like everyone's like you said, just nice and trying to help each other out more. Yeah. Than and it's not about the music even it's just about like making genuine connections yeah i think so too yeah and i think that that's probably just a also a product of most of the music in that space is just well i mean it's hard to tell from just listening to the music but it all seems like it's all genuine and honest yeah music rather than like playing a character i think i think it is super genuine and honest music um yeah so it's a lot of a lot of great people um yeah let's talk a little bit about your live performance because because you're kind of an exception in terms of like the underground scene that we know i feel like a lot of the people aren't really doing a lot of live performances but you've got a good couple under your belt already mm -hmm. do you have sort of like a pre-show ritual or anything that you've done now do you get like into a cycle yet or um low-key um so like before every show um i play baby tron <laughs> so like before i go on i play baby tron i just switched it up at my last show and i played um american terrorist by rx nephew um okay i don't know like I kind of, I kind of, I kind of really like, um, like meme, meme rap and stuff like that. Like I, I do not classify Baby Tron as meme rap because I think Baby Tron's music is actually so amazing. Um, but like, I think, I think like generally Baby Tron would kind of fall underneath the, the genre of meme rap. Um, so yeah, like meme rap definitely gets me going um like i pee before i perform i feel like that's pretty self-explanatory yeah. you know like you don't want to pee on stage that's not that's not great um uh what else do i do <laughs> um maybe maybe like i'll have a beer or something um oh, man Um, I like dancing before I perform. Like, I always have a lot of energy before I perform because, like, I'll just get really anxious. Or maybe, like, I'll run around the block or something. You know, something something to get my energy out, you know? So, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not as jittery. Um, yeah. Those, those, are, those are just, those are a few things that, that come to mind.
Yeah, how was your last show? Like, how did it compare to previous shows? How was it similar? Like, what was different? Um, um, I think the last show I did on Saturday, uh, with uh Malik Elijah, I think I think that was honestly like one of my best performances I've done. Um, I don't know what made it di- well. Yeah, I don't really know what made it different. Um, but. I don't know. I just felt really good about it. Um, yeah, when you're doing live performances, is it sort of the same idea behind releasing music in terms of like what you want people to get out of it? Just like, r- like connecting to the message and understanding, like I don't know, just. Um. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like. Like, is there anything different in your live shows that you're trying to convey than in your normal performances, or is it kind of just you're trying to get your message out there still? just get people to listen yeah i think i think it's definitely like trying to connect with people and like have people understand what i'm saying and stuff but it's also just like i want people to have a good time and Mm -hmm. like i try to like crack jokes and stuff you know make people feel comfortable and um interact with people you know they feel included in everything um like yeah i guess i guess it's really it's really just like having that really like personal connection like where it's face to face and like i can see you you can see me um yeah I don't know. I think that's super special. Yeah, there's definitely, like, even just live recordings of performances can't really capture, like, what a, being there in person does for definitely. a lot of these shows. Yeah, like, just just the energy at a live show is amazing. Um, and if it's a good live show, man, it feels so good. Yeah. Um, if... I'm not sure if this is like in the plans, but if you ever were to sort of start like headlining shows, do you think you'd have a different take on it than most people? Or do you think you'd still just like, do you think you'd change up the energy than you have for if you're opening with someone or? I don't think so. I think I'd pretty much keep to the same. Yeah. I think I'll pretty much just do the same thing. Um, I mean, I guess like, it would be somewhat different because if I was headlining, like people would be there to see me. So it'd be like obviously different than just like like a showcase or mm-hmm. me opening for someone or something like that. Um, but yeah, um, I think it would mostly be the same. I, I would I would look at it as just performing. Yeah, and I mean, mainly you're just sort of performing in Boston where you're at and then New York. Mm-hmm. Um, is that sort of just going to be a plan for the near future too? Or are you going to maybe try to branch out? Um, I mean, I understand it's probably just, like you said, creature of habit. It's easier to get shows there with like Annabelle in New York and you here knowing people. Oh, most definitely. Um, yeah, it's it's easier just to like be up here. Um, but like I've I've gone out west and stuff like that um like i did a show in oakland 
but most yeah most of my shows are like in the northeast um and i think that's partially because like i'm broke you know so like pretty much like i'm only going if i can get like a 25 dollar bus ticket there um mm-hmm. um but yeah like i would i would love to to be going all over the country like that would be cool i'd be fine with that i'd be up for it <laughs> no you know complaints. no complaints no complaints um but yeah like when when that opportunity presents itself um so be it and i mean like also like i'm at school you know mm-hmm. so like it's kind of annoying to to do like lots of traveling and like going far yeah because yeah. i gotta go back to school um but yeah um things will happen places will be seen yeah um outside of music do you sort of have any way that you're creative or anything outside of yeah just music (laughs) um creative not a ton i mean like i paint and stuff sometimes i like spray painting um and like uh like charcoal and like oil pastels and stuff i think that's really fun um also skate a little bit um which is fun i don't know i don't know like if you would count that as like something creative i think so i think i think some people would i don't know but i mean the level that i skate at definitely not i don't know where you're at i i've i mean i'm probably i'm probably not too much too much above you to be quite honest um but yeah i don't know music music has kind of become my thing and like some days i'm like wow i really i really don't have a life outside of music um and then some days i think that and then i'm like that's okay you know because i really like making music and i think it's a cool thing to do and yeah so i i just keep doing it yeah it must be sort of um i don't know it must be weird to be in school and like doing assignments and stuff like that and then outside of school having this music stuff taking out sort of like living a double life you feel yeah. that either of them getting get in the way of each other um i mean like my music life definitely gets in the way of my school life um my school life doesn't really get in the way of my music life as much because, um, like, most of the things I'm doing for school are to further my music life. Um, so, like, if I'm practicing saxophone, which is probably, like, the most time-consuming thing that I do when it comes to school, like, that's still going towards, like, my greater music career. Um so yeah school doesn't really interfere with it too much i mean obviously like i can't stay in new york for like two weeks straight or or something like that which is a little annoying but um yeah other than that it's it's pretty calm yeah 
That makes sense. And it sounds like you're in school for music related things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I go to music school. Um, I go to Berkeley College of Music. Oh, nice. I didn't know that there was one of those out in Boston. That's that's the that's the only Berkeley College of Music. Okay, okay. Well, I guess they have one in Spain, but it's like the. There's not one in L. A. Yeah, I thought. Oh, but that's not a music school. Shut up. (laughs) Um, yeah. Music school. Um, I did want to ask you some things. Um sort of been like a little recurring question with the people I've had on just because I've found you guys all through social media and like Instagram and stuff. How do you mm-hmm. feel that like, especially like TikTok and stuff influences how you're like making music in terms of like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of songs nowadays are getting shorter and more catchy just because they'll mm-hmm. pop off on TikTok. I don't think that's why you're making short songs, but, but no. it's wondering if it's like in your mind or like, I mean, like, sure, like, I'll think about, oh, what part of my song is going to is going to do best on TikTok. But I'm not I'm not really like going into making a song to be like, okay, what what is going to do well on TikTok? Because like, I don't know, like my music still seems to do well without me doing well on TikTok, you know, Um like I yeah, think I have. I, I don't know if it's just because I haven't been following you for a super long time, but it seems especially recently. I mean, you're definitely promoting your stuff on TikTok. Yeah, right? you're not like taking it the, like super seriously. Like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> making jokes out of it. I don't. It I don't like make. Kinda... Yeah, I don't take TikTok <laughs> seriously. Um, it's it's kind of just like if I think of making a video and you know, like I have a song to promote, then I'll go on TikTok. Um. But it's not like, oh, like I'm gonna I'm gonna get this to blow up on TikTok, and then like I'm gonna drop it, and then I'm gonna do a remix on it, and all that stuff. It's kind of just like, okay, I'm making music. TikTok is one of many ways that I can promote it. Um, I use TikTok, so like I might as well use it a little bit to promote my music Mm -hmm. yeah it's always kind of funny seeing like the differences between the content that your manager posts about your music and the stuff that you post (laughs) (laughs) annabelle is just like top 10 list these are all the best is songs like analytical and you're just (laughs) doing the reddit like meme song (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, yeah, we, we, I think we look at, at TikTok a little differently, um, she also does that for a job, and I, I don't, so, um, I think that kind of makes sense, uh, but yeah, it's, it's cool, and it's great to have someone that is, like, tapped in on social media in that way like on my team and stuff um and annabelle's great she's super nice like one of easily one of the nicest person people i've ever met um like way too nice um 
it's crazy but yeah annabelle's cool shout out annabelle shout out shout out and not to keep talking about ultraviolet but just to go back to it um it has been on our wknc charts for i think like three or four months in a row i don't know if you knew that but we've had you at, at mm, i did not time. know that in the top 10 for the last because we do two we do two different charts we'll do the ads and then the top chart so it's like what songs we've added this week and then what songs our listeners have liked the most and we've played the most and you've been in the yeah played the most one for a while yeah let's go violet wknc ultraviolet the triangle loves it (laughs) yes but you sort of you sort of said um the title is like the most important part when you're making the project. Except what Ultraviolet. What sort of ideas did you have behind <laughs> when you made Ultraviolet? You said except this one? Yeah, except Ultraviolet. <laughs> um, well, I kinda, besides the title then, what's like, what, did you have like a concept or something behind it? Not really. Mm. Um, just good music? It was, it was, yeah, just like good music and like kind of how like I was feeling at the time and just like ambivalence towards like you know like growing up and having to become a person and I was about to start school and stuff and I was dealing with a lot of issues and that was kind of just my response to it yeah so it's like life sort of made the concept for you it's just like yeah. a collection of ideas at the time exactly exactly um and I don't know like I just I don't know why I ended up calling it Ultraviolet. There's no real reason behind that. I think it was just a cool name and like- Cool name, cool cover. Yeah, and like, yeah, but I felt like the aesthetic of the album was kind of like purpley. So I was like, Ultraviolet. And, <laughs> and, and here we are. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess leaving it ambiguous gives more of like, yeah more power to the listener apply apply your own interpretation (laughs) no you see ultraviolet it's because it's blue but it's not fully blue so (laughs) (laughs) um is there anything that we haven't talked about that you wanted to bring up we're sort of nearing the end of my talking points um Mm, I don't think so. Word, word. Well, you said you have album coming out maybe sometime this year. Got any like title, anything like that that you have for it yet, or that you're trying to? Um, I do have a title, but I'm not releasing the name of the title yet. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a secret. (laughs) Okay. Um. If you were to talk to someone that hasn't heard any of your music and you want to put them on, what's mm-hmm. sort of like three to three to four songs that you would say like essential diz? Um, I would say Fairweather. Um, um, this this is this is a deep cut, but um, Honey Buns, the first one on your Spotify. Yes. Um, rest, um, in Congo. Congo, I don't think I've heard that one actually. 
It's a great song. So yeah, so yeah, for people that haven't heard you, where can they find your music? Where can they find um, your socials? Uh, my Instagram is diz.47, um, and my Spotify is diz. Um, and my Twitter is diz the delinquent and my tiktok is also just the delinquent and you can go follow those <laughs> perfect perfect yeah ultraviolet out now um on spotify on streaming services everywhere i assume um if you like diz or anything similar um play all sorts of stuff in that lane on the alt rep pipeline weekly mondays at five on 88.1 um so yeah tune into that once again thank you Diz.